Fantasy Football Sensei Podcast with your host, Trevor Scott. All right, and here we go. All right, I got the transcription stopped. Um, welcome in. We're going to do a quick podcast for the Super League now. We did the, the League One and League Two. I'm here with Michael to uh, help me out with this one. How's it going? All right, and let's get into it. So we'll, we'll go through the, the standings right now. We're going to look at... Uh, who lost which players, who's in good position, um, and then we'll do a little bit of uh, what if in terms of draft and draft strategy, just uh, who could have picked whom where. So um, in terms of how the games went, it was pretty much all the favorites won except for Dallas. Um, of course, Dallas was the one that didn't win. Uh, but anyways, so let's get into the to the uh, uh, standings as of right now. So in first place is Travis with 123 points. In second is Goody with 109. In third is Michael with 100. In fourth is Ryan and Curtis with 96. In fifth is Dan with 92. In sixth is myself with 91. And in seventh is Brian with 51. Um, so pretty pretty close, really, um, all the way up and down the roster. Uh, Brian has uh, 51 points, but has a lot of guys that were the, in the one seed. So a lot of Packers and a lot of Titans on his team. So we'll get into that in a second, but we'll start with Travis's team. So, Michael, maybe I'll throw it to you to uh, talk about who he lost. He lost four guys and then uh, talk about some of the players he still has left. Yeah, so lost Hurts, um, lost Deontay Johnson. Um, Hurts was expected, obviously, um, but with Mahomes, that was a total um, fine pairing for his QBs. He got him late. Um, still a lot of guys left, though. He's got Jones coming this week that didn't even play, um, and he's still at the top by you know, a significant amount. Uh, the Kittle and Mitchell um, moved on, which was nice. Um, yeah, that was a clutch stack to get in the fifth and sixth round, and especially to get two games out of those guys. That was that was uh, a good set of picks there. And as as much as you hate to admit it, the the Niners sometimes they just seem to have the the Packers number in recent times. So um, yeah, I don't want to admit that at all. I mean that. <laughs> It sucks, but Rogers' record in the playoffs against the 49ers is 0 and 3. So yeah. um, he lost in 2012, he lost in 2013, and then he lost in 2019 all to the 49ers. So hopefully he can buck that trend this year. I think the Packers are yeah. quite a bit better than the 49ers. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> even though they were, they I mean we say that now, but they were every other year too. I mean they they had that one game against Kaepernick where he went for like 150 rushing yards. I'll never forgive Kaepernick for that game. It was so totally annoying. Agree. He just completely crushed them. Um, but, yeah, so uh, good good little stack. They should at least have some good fantasy production this week. I think I think hurting him most is the, the kicker in defense. Um, not getting someone on a winning, winning team there. Those are some good. Yeah. 
three points. Yeah, he went in yeah. on on Dallas's defense and on Greg Zerline. I uh, sorry, but <laughs> I feel a little responsible for that because I was hammering home so hard to get um, diversity, you know, and to try and make sure you get guys on teams that could move on. Um, with the Kittle and Elijah Mitchell stack, um, and then going with Dallas, who were they were playing each other, so that was something that I we we did talk about in the in the podcast leading up. You don't want any players on teams that are playing each other in week one um, because you're guaranteed to lose players. So uh, maybe a lesson for next year um, as as we move forward. Um, all right, awesome. So let's jump into Goody's team. Then he's in second place with 109 points, um, and he got crushed this week. It was it was really tough. All the guys he went on in on lost in week one, except for the Bills. Um, so he lost Dak Prescott. He lost Najee Harris. He lost CeeDee Lamb. He lost Hunter Renfro. He lost Tony Pollard. And he lost Dallas Goddard. Um, so they all those guys, yeah, it was rough. All, all those guys did help him put up a solid total. And he still does have Josh Allen who arguably is the most valuable player still left other than maybe Mahomes. But whoever wins that game, I think, is going to have a very good shot at going to the Super Bowl. Um, So if it is the Bills and the Bills are able to win again, um, Goody could have enough points just from Josh Allen to keep him in the money. Um, So we'll we'll see how that plays out. Um, And he's got Josh Allen. He's got A.J. Dillon. He's got the Rams defense, and the Rams defense actually got him 19 points. So that was a huge week from a defense there. Yeah, just unbelievable. I, I love that part of it, though. You know, you you choose you choose a team like that, and you, you just get lucky with a huge week. And they're probably going to be the highest scoring or second highest scoring defense just on the on the fuel of that one week. So um, yeah. that, that was a great pick. And then Crosby, you know, so hope, we, were, we were just talking about the Packers. Hopefully they do move on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, any other thoughts on that team overall? Well, yeah, I mean, it's nice that he's got the two Packers. Um, if they go far, he can, um, paired with Josh Allen, I think that's enough steam, like you were kind of saying, to to put him over the, the edge and stay in the money. Um, you know, like you said, if, if I was going to have one quarterback left, Josh Allen would certainly not be <laughs> the worst choice. Yeah, yeah, um, he looks nice so good. Have- it is nice to have at least a pairing for a a team that, you know, maybe a favorite in the Packers. Yeah, definitely. And a little foreshadowing too, um, for, for, uh, this or for the end of the segment where we're going to talk about what ifs, I mean, he took Dak Prescott in round two and CD lamb in round three. And that, that the big, what if there is if he had gone Stefan Diggs and, uh, Devin Singletary, because um, that those guys both had solid weeks. And obviously, I mean, you don't want to go all in on Bills. So that's, I mean, that was something that we were saying, uh, yeah. saying against. Um, but in this case, it would have worked out. Um, and Devin Singletary actually didn't go until the fifth round. Um, so he would have been yeah. able to wait even until the fourth round. And, and he could have taken Singletary instead of A.J. Dillon. Um, and that, that could have gotten a little bit more tied to the Bills. So maybe a, maybe a lesson to be learned there. Um, as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So then, so then uh, jumping down to your team, then Michael, um, you're at a hundred um, and you had a good week, but I'm gonna you took Kyler Murray. So the guys, yeah. yeah, the guys you lost are uh, 
Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, and James Conner. Um, so lost five guys. You lost both your quarterbacks. And I said this on the last two podcasts as well for anybody that that is going to listen to all of them. Um, after round one, if you lose both your quarterbacks, you got no shot. So no shot. it's just really, really, really tough to compete with a team that's going to have a Josh Allen or a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, like somebody's going to have quarterbacks that go all the way to the Super Bowl. And when you're getting 20 plus 30 plus points from some of those guys, it's just too hard for, for you to keep up with guys like Debo Samuel or AJ Brown or, or Dawson Knox, you know, who, who, you know, they're kind of, if they have 10 points, you're having a good week. So yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately those quarterbacks just came up short and, and honestly, like quarterback, was horrible outside the top six. I mean, we, we all kind of knew that in the draft, um, the, the top six quarterbacks yeah. went and yeah. then the only other quarterbacks that are, that are still around are Garoppolo and Tannehill. Tannehill put up zero this week and Garoppolo put up 4.9. So it's, it's not like there were really any good picks, um, available at quarterback the rest of the draft. So it was kind of just like you, you had to take your medicine there if you ended up with the seventh pick. Yeah. And yeah. We- talk about that in the later part portion but took the two five seed quarterbacks um they both lost um i think even if the bills make the super bowl and Knox catches two touchdowns a game still i i don't i just don't think that's there's even a shot <laughs> yeah yeah i mean well i mean if, if if Knox has three more games with two touchdowns so he ends up with six more touchdowns and eight touchdowns in the playoffs, you, you should have a chance. <laughs> the chance of that happening, I would say, is very unlikely. But you also have the yeah. Bills kicker and the Bills defense. So if the Bills do make it through, you at least have a chance um, to yeah. try to maintain your spot. I mean, yeah. and you do have Debo and A.J. Brown. So those guys should have big weeks. A.J. Brown has a shot to win. Um, I'm not even going to acknowledge that the 49ers have a chance to win. So... Um, yeah, so Debo will be out this week. <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then just uh, another note: Kyler Murray only getting two points is That's just a, a killer. I mean, yeah. it's just I, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, I think during the mock draft, you talked him up as just being like this great fantasy player, and then this is just like coming back to bite you to only get two points. It, it really did bite me. I mean. Not that I, I don't know that anybody could have thought it was going to go to that extent. I mean, I was telling you, I was at least hoping for some garbage time points, man. Like, even yeah. if you're not going to win, like, I thought he, I thought he'd get a couple more, you know, longer runs, scrambles, and you know, maybe another touchdown. But just he, he threw in the towel. Yeah, or or a touchdown. He had no touchdowns, no passing touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns. Yeah, they only scored one as a team. It was a Connor run. Yeah. And so it's just, just as tough, um, tough there, but we'll see if the, uh, we'll see if the building can keep you in it here, uh, moving forward. Um, all right. So let's go down to the four seed now for Ryan and Curtis currently in fourth. Yeah. I, I think this is probably my favorite to, to push to the um or to win to win it i mean 
losing one person and got the Singletary Diggs and Brady Evans combos. That to me that that's scary if I'm Yeah, for sure. And the only the only player he lost was Dalton Schultz, who got him twelve and a half at a tight end. So um, yeah. Not e- not even a bad total for the whole playoffs. The the we keep we keep talking about what could have been, but he yeah. instead of picking Schultz, he could have picked Knox, and he had Singletary and Diggs, um, or they had yeah. Singletary and Diggs yeah. already. Like they could have taken Knox there. Um, and this team, I think, would be very close to a shoe in. Either them or Travis would be a kind of a shoe in to win. But as it stands, I I really think that they have a good situation and a good setup. Um, they yeah. still have Brady, Tannehill, Devin Singletary, Daryl Williams, Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, the Chiefs defense, and Ryan Suckup. So still nine players, still in very good shape. Um, and if I had to guess, um, this team is going to either finish in first or second with Travis. So, um, yeah. And the, the, one, the one bummer of the guys that are still around is Daryl Williams. He scored yeah. negative 1.6 points. He got one yeah. carry for four yards and fumbled. That was his whole day. And and uh, I think we were all shocked by Jarek McKinnon just coming out and completely dominating backfield touches. I mean, he had carries. He had six catches. He had 140 yards in a, in a receiving touchdown. It was a performance that I didn't see coming. And I've always yeah. liked Jarek McKinnon. I mean, he he's always yeah. been one of my favorites. I always thought he was better than he got credit for. Um, yeah. Kind of in the Giovanni Bernard role, you know, when when Bernard was younger, he would come in if if the starter was hurt and he just dominate. Um, and that's kind of what McKinnon did. Yeah, I mean, I love the play. You know, you let somebody take Clyde um, early um, and he got Daryl Williams in the seventh round. And I mean, he he guessed right with the situation, but the wrong player. And um you know, it's a bummer, but um, I, if anybody drafted McKinnon, we would all thought they were crazy. You know, it's like yeah. nobody saw that coming. No, nobody drafted McKinnon in any of the three leagues. He wasn't even a consideration. So it's not yeah. it's not like anybody could have seen that coming. But um, yeah. hopefully next week, Williams, I, I'm guessing Williams was more banged up than they were letting on. Um, they, yeah. they activated him just kind of in, a, in an as needed role. Um, and so maybe he'll be a little bit healthier and he can resume his his role as at least the, the goal line back. So we'll see um, something to watch for Ryan and Curtis's team. Definitely. So rolling down to the fifth seed is Dan and he lost. It looks like four players. Yeah, he lost four, four players. Yeah. here. So he lost Mac Jones. He lost Ezekiel Elliott. He lost Amari Cooper. And he lost Darren Waller. Yeah, I mean, lost nine and ten. Um, I think he's kind fine with that. Yeah. yeah, which is Mac Jones and Darren Waller. Um, and then lost his Cowboys, which are just a, a team that a lot of us bet on, and it's just tough to. Yeah. Just a tough break. It you know it's it's tough to bet against a three seed. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess. Uh, QB draws with uh, 14 seconds and no timeouts is is just a really smart way to play football. Um, you know, I mean, I think they should have expected to win. And, you know, um, giving the ball to the center, I think, was a really smart move. And, like, you know, getting all set up before the ref got the ball is, like, you know, 
um, really, really good way to play football. And like, you know, I'm glad the fans really respected the refs on the way out. Class, class act. There, <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> oh, what a circus that was. <laughs> the whole ending of that game was just like shocking. It was just like, oh my God, are they ever going to get the snap off? Um, yeah. And Dak slid with like eight or nine seconds. It's like, dude, just hand the ball the ref. Um, well, and, yeah. you know, the Niners really ending the game, but, you know, not getting sad or ball starting or whatever the hell they called that. Yeah. Well, they, they, they really just, end, like, Dallas really shouldn't have gotten the ball back, but you know that was nuts. Did, uh, it was it was Trent Williams too. They had yeah. him go in motion across the line and try and get set as a right tackle for the only snap that he didn't play left tackle all season. Yeah, <laughs> and I, then I, Garoppolo snaps it before he gets set. That was so dumb. They called a false start, but it really was uh, an illegal yeah. motion because he just wasn't set yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I wonder um, if he was eligible too, because there was nobody out there on the line either. Everybody was in blocking, so um, I don't know. There was just so much wrong on that play. It just was, I don't yeah, know why they were yeah. trying to do any trickery. Just set up and run us, run a um, QB sneak. They they talked about stats with Garoppolo. Fourth and one or closer, he's twenty five for twenty five since joining the 49ers. Just give it to him. He's gonna get it. So, um, anyways, you're right, but. The, that whole game was just the, the whole ending. The whole fourth quarter was crazy. I mean, Dallas yeah. was, like, completely out of it, too. And then they, they made a little bit of a run. So, yeah. Both teams. All right. Anyways, so, so sorry. That was a little bit of a tangent. But back to Dan's team now. So, the guys Dan still has left are Joe Burrow, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Clyde Edwards-Elair, who we're hoping to see back. Um, Fournette also didn't play, but he he tweeted that he's going to be back this week. So I expect him to play. Um, and then he's got the Bucks defense and Harrison Butker. So uh, a lot of Chiefs, three different Chiefs and two Bucks. Um, yeah, so, you know, we like could. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's like a good that. spot to be in. So um, he's got some good players. And, and I think Joe Burrow, I mean, they, they definitely yeah. have a shot to beat Tennessee. So. Yeah, he's in a really love, good spot. You gotta love having Burrow not having to play the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, so, so at least you know if he wins, they play the Chiefs. You got two games, and you know he's a he's a high scorer. So I I gotta be happy if I'm Dan. It, yeah, at least, definitely. Um, could be much worse. Yeah, in in the the stand so bunched from from two to six, yeah. you know so. He's only eight points out of third, which is where the money starts. And then, um, yeah, he'll be looks passing. like seven. Yeah, 16. Yeah, he's going to pass you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, got, he's got 16 points from second. So he's very much alive. Um, yeah. He's just got to hope that the, that the Bengals, the Bucks, and the Chiefs all win. And he won't even lose a player. So, um, which I think is very likely to happen. So yeah. um, he's, in, he's definitely in a good spot. Um, all right, so then moving moving down one more spot into the sixth seed is is my team, um, and I'm one or basically two points behind Dan. Um, I I lost uh, Big Ben and Zach Ertz um, playing on the what ifs. I, I totally blew my tight end pick. <laughs> I went with the Packers defense instead of Dawson Knox, who I, and I wanted Knox, and then you swooped Knox for me, and of course he has. 23 and a half points or whatever it was. So I'm still sad about that, but I'm still, uh, I'm still in decent shape. um, Only having lost those two players. So I I still have Matthew Stafford, uh, 
I have Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow. I, have, I wish I had Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Mixon, <laughs> Sony Michelle, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, T. Higgins, the Packers defense, and Evan McPherson. So um, I do like having the Rams stack currently. I, I think they're in good shape. They do play the Bucks, so I'm not thrilled on, on Sony Michelle. I do think that Stafford and Cup could have a good game, and they at least have a shot to win. They looked really good. Um, I, I think it cool. helped them to play this week, too. I mean, it looked like they got some stuff straightened out, so they should at least have a chance to win that game. Well, it's nice that you know they, they don't play your Packers, too. So you, you, yes. you dodged them having to play, which is, you know, not necessarily expected. So that was right. a and, nice little and cherry on top. A nice little boost, because I, I do have Adams and the Packers defense, too, so... Uh, you know, if, if they do play in the NFC championship game, that would be the ideal situation for me and this team. Yep. Um, an, another uh, thing to note, too, with Sony Michelle, um, he was my fifth round pick, but Cam Akers handled more of the carries than Sony Michelle, and he looked better to the eye test. I know Sony Michelle had that 35 yard run uh, on the first play of the game, but then he only ended up with like 58 rushing yards or something like that. So, um, and then no catches, which like the, they, uh, the running backs only had one reception and it was that Odell Beckham trick play to, uh, Cam Akers. So, uh, yeah. um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Hopefully Michelle continues to get some work because if they're just going to turn it over to Cam Akers, then I might not get anything out of that, out of that, uh, spot there. So it looks like Akers have four more carries and three less yards. So yeah, you take away that 35-yard yeah. run, then it's definitely um, a bit different, but very similar um, in terms of rushing yards. Um, yeah, which you really and then Akers, shouldn't have expected, right? Coming off with Acres coming off the injury and Michelle being the starter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, complete side note: Cam Akers coming back in five months from an Achilles tear is. <laughs> It, it, but but it, truly, it's it's unlike anything we've ever seen. Like, if yeah. if the procedure or the success rate is going to improve to the point where this is going to start being the norm for Achilles, I mean, we saw Emmanuel Sanders come back in nine months last year, um, and and he looked fine too. I mean, he's older even, and yeah. he was still able to play at a high level. He was still very productive in a lot of games for the Bills. So um, he caught a touchdown this week for them. Um, on, yeah. a, on a deep ball, this guy deep. So I mean, maybe Achilles is going to start being less of a, a you know, I, I don't, I don't even know how to say kiss of death for for your athleticism, basically. Um, and it, it'll be something that these these high level athletes are going to be able to start coming back from. Love, love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving moving on now down to the seven seed is Brian with fifty one points. Um, and I, I think this is the dark horse. So we talked about how Travis and Ryan and Curtis's team are kind of in the uh, driver's seat right now. But uh, Brian's team is definitely a dark horse. And depending on who ends up getting through this week and how his overall point total shapes up, I think this team could definitely end up getting in the money as well. So he lost two guys uh, this past week. He lost Chase Edmonds and he lost... Who else did he lose? Pat's defense. Oh, Pat's defense. Oh, there we go. Which uh, yeah, so 
yeah, last pick. So it was just taking a shot on a on a new new uh, team there. Um, but the rest of his team shapes up as Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo. So he's got two quarterbacks, which is big, and they play each other. So he's going to be getting one through to the next round. Um, he has Derrick Henry, who we all know he could just explode based on his playing time. So um, like he got cleared uh, in practice today. He uh, he passed a, a contact practice. So I, I think he's going to be full go to be activated from IR. Um, and then he's got Brandon Ayuk to pair with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got Alan Lazard to pair with Aaron Rodgers. So again, one of his receivers will be getting through. And then he's got Gronk in his flex with Kelsey at his tight end spot. So two two great tight ends there and Randy Bullock as his kicker. So um, depending on how this shapes up, if the Bucks are able to beat the Rams and the Chiefs are able to beat the Bills, uh, I think he... Uh, he has potentially a really good setup here. Oh, and, and if the Titans, because he's got Henry and the Titans kicker. So if, if the Titans beat the Bengals, he's going to lose very few players this week. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it, me looking at my situation and then looking at he's got a quarterback-receiver pair playing each other. Um, I, I mean, he's got four guys going and two are going to go on. I mean, that's, that's, that's yep. super nice versus, you know, a situation where you don't have anybody going. Yeah. I mean, even if they're, yeah, so, you know, not the guy, the guys of the, you know, on the team, their, their bodies and they can catch a, you know, red zone touchdown and that, that could be the difference. Yeah, exactly. And, and in Alan Lazard's case, he scored like, four touchdowns in the last three weeks or something like that, five touchdowns in the last four weeks. Um, he, he was on a hot streak before the end of the season. He was playing a lot. Um, he, he got banged up before their bye week and then returned after the bye, and he was their, their clear number two. He had kind of taken back over from Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So um, I, th- I think he's in, in store for a big game. The 49ers are not good against wide receivers. That's their, their one part of the defense that they're just not – as great at i mean their run defense is really good they they lock down tight ends really well um they don't give up a ton of yards in the passing game to running backs so uh we i mean we we saw that with dallas i mean dallas is a great running game and zeke and pollard both had 3.6 fantasy points they just didn't produce against this defense so um i think lazard could be in a good setup because aaron jones and aj Dillon could have tough sledding well and and I haven't looked at it in a couple of days, but it seemed like the Niners were pretty banged up on defense. Uh, yeah, because they lost. Cowboys game. Yeah, they, they lost Osa and they lost uh, their linebacker. What's their linebacker's name again? Uh, Warner. Warner, yeah, that's Fred, right. Fred Warner. Yeah, I don't know so. If play uh, or not, but I mean. I think Bosa got knocked out with a concussion. So I would anticipate that Bosa is going to play. But Werner, I think, was a, a lower leg injury, like an ankle or, or a knee or something. So I, I think he's more questionable than Bosa. And and they're, I mean, those are their arguably their two best players on defense. So if yeah. they're already struggling against the pass. <laughs> yeah, and then they lose those two guys. I know they're they're gonna be they're gonna be struggling. I I forget what their corner's name is too. Um, they, they have a good corner who missed a lot of the season, uh, a lot of the end of the season when they, when they started kind of getting bad against receivers, but, 
Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah. They uh, they got some. They they still are tough just as a unit. So hopefully they'll be in a situation where they're healthy and the Packers will beat the crap out of them anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> no bias over here for me at all. I'm all fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we we did talk about quite a bit of uh, what ifs throughout the. Um, you know, throughout talking about this all the way through, but we'll circle back and kind of look at a couple um, more key ones, I guess you could say for, and, and we'll just go across the draft order. So we'll start with the f- the first pick and make our way over to the seventh pick. So starting with Travis's team, um, I think his biggest what if is if he had not taken Jalen Hurts in the fourth round. Um, this is a lesson, I guess, for this league, if you think a quarterback is going to lose in the first round, it's probably a good idea just to wait until the end because a guy like Big Ben ended up with 16 and a half points. He led all of these quarterbacks that only played one game. Everybody that got eliminated, he had the most points. So um, you, you just never know on that. It's not it's not as important to get tied to a team with a quarterback you think is going to lose. So um, in Hertz case, I think we all expected them to get crushed by the bucks. Um, so, so he could have, instead of going in on Hertz, he could have picked somebody like Devin Singletary um, and got in on the bills there. And then instead of having to take Deontay Johnson in his flex, Elijah Mitchell fell to him in the sixth round and he could have just p- picked whoever at quarterback later um, in so that that was a potential uh, change there for Travis's team, um, and then I'll throw it over to you to do uh, a what if for Brian's team. Yeah, so um, Brian went Rogers, Kelsey, one two. Um, definitely like that. Um, really think, good stack. Yeah, I mean. That's just so nice. Um, I I mean, he didn't lose anybody. I mean, he lost only, what, two guys? He lost Chase Edmonds in the eighth round pick and the Pats' his tenth round pick. I guess that's something he could have done differently was the Pats. I mean, um, this this is a lesson, too. Maybe Maybe don't even necessarily worry – when you're picking a defense in this league about if they're going to move on, look at the opponent they're playing and say, okay, can they have a good defensive showing against this opponent? Because the Pats were playing the bills, like the bills were going to score. You you know what I mean? I I guess, I guess there was the thought that there was going to be the weather uh, aspect was going to affect that game. So maybe they wouldn't come out and have as big of a total, but for, for example, I think you could just see from the setup that Dallas and the 49ers was going to be a more defensive game. And so maybe he goes with the 49ers there. Yeah. And Um, and like he, it it wasn't like he had no 49ers either. Like he had Garoppolo and he had Ayuk. So he could have got that third piece from that team, you know, and and just kind of um, tried to lock it down. I know he tried to get another team in there, but the Pats were the only one from that team. I, 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 yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, though, really, I wouldn't have bet on them not scoring a lot of points, though. Um, 
I, I think that's tough as your 10th pick. I mean, you can, you can see that, you know, he drafts a good team if we're, you know, picking fights. Yeah, his 10th I mean, he's, pick, he's in good shape, yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, I, I, I think... Let's see, so four would be going... Two, three, four. So he took Jimmy G after Tannehill um, and right before Hertz. Right. Um, so I, I think I think there, um, like you said before, you, you might as well not take a quarterback. Um, but Garoppolo won. Yeah. I mean, so you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna get the second game out of him. Getting a getting uh, a QB that's gonna play two games in the fourth round. I feel like is is pretty good value. I think what we're saying, Brian, is that we like your team. So yeah, I think we can move on. <laughs> I think you did pretty good in the draft. Played it pretty yeah. well. <laughs> um, for Ryan and Curtis's team, we already said this: the Dalton Schultz pick. If he had picked Dawson Knox um, to pair with Singletary and Diggs, I think that was just the clearest one there. Um, and he got no other Cowboys. So. Um, Schultz had a good game, so it's really hard to even say that. I mean, he had seven catches for 90 yards. Awesome game. Um, But just just something that he could have done differently. Yeah. Um, All right. And then my computer is starting to die. So let's get let's get through these last four teams here for goodies team. Um, We we talked about the Dallas stack in the second and third round um, with with Dak and CeeDee Lamb. Um, so, you know, I mean, we all thought Dak was going to win or I did anyways. So I, I, it's hard to, it's hard to judge that pick too hard. Um, but Najee Harris in the fifth round, I think was a reach. Um, he, he could have had, um, a bunch of different players. Everybody expected the Steelers to get blown out. So, um, uh, just, you know, I mean, I don't even know who else he would have taken there. Maybe, maybe just a different receiver or something. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think I think just that that pick was a little early for a guy that you think is going to lose. Yeah, I mean you have like an Odell or something on a new team, but I don't know. Yeah, and Odell ended up going in the seventh round, but he had 15 points and gets another game, so that's a great example of somebody he could have gone with. Yeah. Um, all right, and then moving on to Dan's team here, so. Um, he only lost Zeke and Cooper uh, and then had Waller in the 10th round, who was his tight end. So, um, again, we thought Dallas was going to win. It's, it's just really tough to judge. Um, the, the one pick was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, he, he was banged up, took him in the fifth round. Probably could have waited or just gone with somebody else there. Um, but he had Tyree Kill and wanted to get in on another Chief. So, who knows, maybe Clyde comes back and has a great week this week and gets Dan back. Um, back into the top three here. So, yeah, yeah. Overall, he did good. You know, Matt waited on Mac Jones, got him in the ninth round. Um, you know, and, yeah. and lost him, but you know, not not a big deal there. Yeah, he, he had to take a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so I guess that's one thing. He, he did pick Ezekiel Elliott in round four, so he could have gone with Tannehill there maybe, um, and just like yeah. decided to go with the Titans. 
So um, well, just just try and get in on another quarterback there. But I mean, we thought Dallas is going to win, and so tough call there. Um, yeah. On my on on my team, um, we already talked about it. The Dawson Knox thing just is like so annoying to me. Um, just is like eating me up. I'm just like, why didn't I not pick him? Um, but yeah, so that's the one big thing for me. I mean, I waited, I decided to wait on quarterback two. Um, I just, just bit the bullet with big Ben, um, and him and Zach Ertz. Those were the only two guys I lost. So anything else from my team? Um, I think, um, I'm just not as high on T Higgins as you are. Um, and you got you just kind of kept going Bengals. Um, but it could work out very well because I think they'll beat the Titans. Um, yeah, because you said that now too, T Higgins is going to have six for a hundred and a touchdown this week. So thank you for that. You're welcome. That's what I'm here <laughs> for. Yeah. And then, uh, and then for your team, um, probably the the biggest thing, and this is, we've talked about this before, before right now. We you went Kyler and Derek Carr in round one and two, and they they both ended up losing. So I'm um, going an alternate route. I, I had the seventh pick in a in a different one of these leagues, and and I decided to go with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Um, so we talked about that strategy, and then you know like. Tannehill and Garoppolo would have made it back to you theoretically in round uh, three and four. So, um, yeah, not that not that you would have even gone with those guys. You could have gone with, um, you know, somebody from the Bills, maybe Devin Singletary or something. But um, ultimately, you tried on to get in on the quarterbacks, like you said, the five seeds, um, just to to go in on the best wild card teams, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean. If I don't go quarterbacks, um, I don't. I don't know that. Um, or if I only go one, I don't know that Tannehill gets back to me because I think it. I don't know. I I, I think Tannehill going in the fourth round was later than it should have been. Yeah, I think you're probably right on that. And that, that was the latest he went in any of the drafts. So, um, but I think this was that was just how this group felt about the Titans. Um, like you mentioned it earlier, you think they're going to lose to the Bengals. So they still really are only going to get one game. So, you know, I mean, Derek Carr might get more points than Tannehill overall anyways. So, um, yeah, so it's um it's tough I, I know i talked to travis about that one and he's like i i want nothing to do with the titans i really think they're going to lose in the first uh in the first game so um which we'll we'll uh figure out here this coming week so yeah um all right and i think that wraps up our uh our discussion on this so uh thanks for sticking with us here we uh we enjoyed putting this together again this one was unscripted so um, I think we're going to continue to do these just through the playoffs, just to um, just to put out some content and just to discuss the teams overall. If anybody else wants to join us, feel free to reach out and we will talk to you guys next week. Sounds good.